bonjour and welcome to another episode of Mitas in Paris. I'm your host, Nicole, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Tanya and Zen. Bonjour, everyone. Hey, Tanya. That's right. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. And I'm, I'm sure, sure our French are, are making fun of us right now, but it's okay. We oh, well. yes. Bonjour. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We're probably just killing that pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure everyone's curious about our topic today. Uh, we're actually once again here to talk this month, next month, and whisk you away on a journey of cultural celebrations, vibrant traditions, and the sheer joy of international festivities. And if you haven't heard one of our previous podcasts on this topic, here's a reminder. We each highlight two international festivities, one this month, that would be August, and one next month, that would be in September. Yeah, but we're recording it late in August, so it might be early September when this comes out. But before we immerse ourselves and talk further um, and talk about these incredible festivals, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors for today's episode. Midas in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, and notes by Nicole. Looking for a new career? Check us out at ce.uci.edu for our career boosting courses. Looking for some trip ideas or getting the most from your vacation? Check out notes by Nicole at N-O-T-E-S-B-Y-N-I-K-O-L dot com. Now, my fellow travelers, let's set off on this amazing adventure together as we explore the rich cultural tapestry of August and September 2023. From Europe to Asia and all the way to the Americas, our journey promises to be nothing short of magical. And to start today, I'd like to elect Zen to start since this is my first time doing this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So, so good. I'm just, glad you get to do it. Okay, <laughs> just because it's your You're first it. time. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let you go. Get away with Thank this. You. So, um, I think most. I usually try to select things that I think are really unusual and I want to visit or something that I haven't visited. This, uh, The two of them I'm going to talk about today is uh, the one for August, then one for September I have not visited, but I really, really, really want to go. And the first one is La Tomatina. La Ooh. Tomatina. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if, if you know Spanish, it's it, tomato. And yeah. <clears throat> in mm-hmm. Spain... You've seen pictures of this, but it just looks so amazing. Is they <laughs> essentially have a tomato ripe tomato fight in the streets in yeah. Valencia, Spain. This takes mm-hmm. place on this year in August 30th, 2023. And that's not quite a week away from when we're recording this. And it looks like a ball. You know, everyone gets in their um, bathing suits essentially. And not necessarily, and and everyone is essentially dyed red by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the the thing is, since everyone has seen the pictures, you've seen the pictures. It looks like a lot of fun, but so where does this come from? So, you, this started the last Wednesday of August in 1945, and apparently they came to attend a Giants and Big Heads figures parade. And the, um, the the young people who were there decided to take part in the parade, 
and um and one of them anyways people got angry there was a little <laughs> fight that started up and there was apparently a vegetable stand somewhere around and then the crowd became a crowd and they started throwing tomatoes back and forth on each other and it was a small thing but <laughs> apparently it was cool enough and funny enough that the following year, some of the young people who did it the previous year brought in a pre-planned coral, coral and brought their own tomatoes the next year. And so it became a yearly tradition. So it wasn't like the first time it was, you know, little rivalry. And then the second time around, it's like, hey, we're bringing our tomatoes and we're going to do this for reals. And so ever since they've been doing it, it takes place on the last Wednesday of August every year. And now, since it's so formal, they actually haul in full trucks filled with ripe tomatoes. And people, you'll see people in the trucks kind of like waist, like chest deep. And they're kind of chucking out the tomatoes out onto the street, hitting people. Um, But at the same time, these tomatoes are reused over and over again. And they're like, just like splattering everyone. And apparently, there's rules to this. <laughs> really? Yeah. So there's rules, and they're mostly safety. It, it's not like they're trying to win a fight or anything. That One of the sense. things is when you actually get the tomato the, and they're ripe, you actually are supposed to squish them a little bit. So when you throw them, it's not like getting hit by a rock. Oh, okay. oh that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. And then also they suggest to everyone to wear um, <laughs> like uh, glasses and you know something right, to, yeah. to protect their eyes. And every time I see these things, all I can think of is just like, man, could you imagine a paper cut throwing these damn things? Oh, God. <laughs> I hope you come prepared knowing you're going to get tomato all over you. Yeah. And yeah. You want to go to this? Tell us. Why would you like to go to this? <laughs> because I'm male. <laughs> this, this <laughs> because it's a food fight, essentially. A food fight, and boys like food fights. Boys I like food fights. Some girls do too. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. But I'll watch from far. <laughs> do, you know, do you know, like, do you know why men like barbecues? It involves fire meat and sharp objects that's why okay. men go to barbecues okay yeah so, sophistication yeah <laughs> this, <laughs> this is this is a fight with tomatoes you can't beat that um they actually have a, a start of the battle where they actually climb on top of a anyways that someone climbs on top of a wood greased wooden pole to grab a ham and then once it's pulled down Water cannons are shot off and tell everyone to start up. Then the massive uh, tomato fight starts up. They actually have a f- at cool. the end of the at the end of the fight. They actually have the local fire trucks come in and actually like um, hose the streets off, what? and um, everyone tries to help clean up. But that is the thing I kind of want to do. And there's lots of parades, music, and you know, like yeah. festivals, festivities, and stuff like that. Yeah. But but it's kind of like the tomato fight. Now, as yeah. opposed to the running of the bulls, I, I don't want to do that. I'm a little bit too old to do that now. <laughs> but the tomato fight, I think I can I can keep my own. <clears throat> when is this again? August 30th. It's not too late. Go get your tickets oh, okay. now. So I can go get a ticket oh. and be there next week. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I might do that next year. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. I love that. Very That's cool. That's a great one. All right. I'm doing August 27th. 
And I just discovered this. And maybe you you, um, have known about this, um, Zen, because you've lived here longer. Uh, Not on this earth, just in Orange County. (laughs) It's not mooning of the Amtrak, is it? (laughs) No. Um, Wiener Dog Races. It's Wiener Dog Races at Huntington Beach. I've seen there. I've been to it. Uh, okay, see, I knew you would. Let me finish telling the story, okay. and you can, you can correct me all over. So it's it's um you know so it's Oktoberfest, but it's yeah. kind of like I I discovered it's like every week, every month. Um, but um, you know what? I'm gonna say like the thing I like the best. It's been going on since March right now this year, but the championships for this is on Sunday, November 12th, which I find There's amazing. The championship so, isn't that the most adorable thing? So it's held at the Old World Village and oldworld.com um the home of oktoberfest and it opened 45 years ago in 1978 and it's like um it's like a shopping center it looks like outside cobblestone streets of a european village with shops specialty stores restaurants murals of european cities and people go for a stroll or if you want to see a oompa oompa band right (laughs) um eat some bratwurst taste some imported beers and then i it was like um that uh, Dushund? I can never pronounce that. Of course. Wiener dog races. And so um, I love it because it's $5 to go and watch them and $3 for a kid and it's free under five. And if you want front row seats, you pay $10. <laughs> That's yep. amazing. It is just the most adorable. And then I went, well, how the heck did this happen? So uh, the, these races were done in Australia in the 70s. Um, you know, where the owners of these pups, like, just raced them for fun. And then University of UC Davis at their veterinary mm-hmm. school started hosting a doxy derby <gasps> in their annual yes. picnic and then just kind of started to grow. So I just, and it's this weekend, I'm like, could I convince my husband to go see this? It just sounds like so much fun and silliness. Um, anyway, there's it's really family oriented. There's a bunch of, you know, whatever they're called, jumpy, jumpy things. I don't have kids, so whatever they're called. And, you know, just <laughs> hamburgers and things for kids too. But I'm like, how can we go wrong with with that? I think it's the championship, the, the one. Oh, I know, a squeaky toy or object. Um, the owners bring that so the, the, you know, so the pet will finish, you know, the finish line. So anyway. Wow. Okay, Zen, tell us. You went when, where, how? I, I just, okay, so... I've mentioned this before. I'm not a native Californian. And so when I came mm-hmm. to my adopted state and, mm-hmm. I, you know, like being who I am, it's just like, I want to see everything. So I just went through the list oh. of things. It's like they have, um, they have dash hound races and in this <laughs> little German area. And, and in Ohio, they actually have a German town in Columbus, Ohio, but that's actually where Germans settled there a hundred years ago. This area was designed to look like a European town. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know the history of it. But one day we were there on a weekend. It's like they had like the Dash Hound races. And it was like, oh, I need to see that. So we yeah. went to see it. And it's funny because I don't know. if I, I definitely didn't go see the finals. It was like something in between. Some of those dogs, like, <laughs> they're kind of like, they, some of the dogs go to one end to the other end. Some dogs. They just hang out. <laughs> they're not. They just, <laughs> they're distracted. They got better That's things adorable. to do. Of so, course. so, so the <laughs> the racetrack. You know, even though they're a beginning and an end, the the dogs' paths are not always linear. 
<laughs> that's what I mean. It's got to be the most adorable thing in the world. I mean, it, sure, it's, you know, it's probably like ten seconds too or something. Oh no, but, it takes it takes a little while because those dogs are distracted. They're not going for one. That's, <laughs> some of them are not going one. The the winner is pretty quick, but you know, second, <laughs> third, fourth, and fifth place. You know, it, it takes a little a little while to get oh, to the other it end. It just sounds really fun to do, and I just I'll see if I can go this weekend. Anyway, I just loved that I found that. I love it. That is so cute. I feel like I would want to be placing bets. Exactly. I do too. I do too. I'm sure that there there are people who are groupies following these dogs. I'm Uh sure. And under the table, underground, whatever bookies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you guys brought up really cool stuff. I'm going to share one for August as well. Um, and this one might be, I don't know. You tell me, guys, if you've heard about this event. I am sure that um, the Gen Zers have for sure heard about this event. Okay. Um, millennials as well. But um, it's happening also at the end of August, August 27th through September 4th. It is in middle of the desert in Nevada. And it is Burning Man. Have you guys heard uh-huh. of yes, I have. Okay. Yes. But I don't I, I don't know much about it, so go for it. Yeah, so it's um it's an arts festival. Um, but a lot of people love to go because it's also kind of like a cultural and um just completely extreme event where uh-huh. you are camping in the middle of the desert for a couple of days and there are um there's a bunch of art that's being created. There's also, um, you're encouraged to dress up. Um, yeah. There's a distinct look that you need to kind of ah. have. And because you're going to be out in the desert, it's all very um, light. Um, and there's obviously huge DJs that go in and perform oh, so, as well. So, so it's, it's music and art. Exactly. It's a little bit of everything. Um, what I found interesting is how this all started. I wasn't really aware of the Burning Man story. So um, it started in 1986. Um, the founders, Larry Harvey and Jerry James, um, were actually part of the arts community in San Francisco. They burned an eight foot tall wooden man. In, in San Francisco, yeah. like a, um, in celebration of the summer solstice. Um, a couple of people like witnessed the event and over the, the next couple of years, it expanded to larger crowds and they just created larger and taller, um, like wooden men. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it's called Burning Man. Um, and this consequently, like eventually became even larger um, and moved into the desert. Um, And now there are themes to every year. Um, So this year's theme is Animalia, which encourages um, um, artists to create beastly, wild, organic creations. So... I think it would be really interesting to go this year. I'm not going, but I feel like for a lot of people who like to travel for festivals, which is a total thing, Thing, um, a lot of people like to plan out their year based on 
where the next big festival is going to be. That's how I did Coachella. Um, but this was a pretty big one and it's, it's one of those more extreme experiences. Very so good. I, um, I knew nothing about that. And, um, there's probably a big following and, um, I'm curious is oh. of the dress of like what they, it almost could be like almost futuristic. Yeah. Like, Google it. Google right? it. It's all over the board. Everything from Mad Max to futuristic. I was going to say Mad Max. That's kind yeah. of what I, I envisioned that would be. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah, a couple documentaries and then, and then there's a lot of YouTube videos on it and they like, they set it up and it's like in a circle and they have streets mm -hmm. and they have, I mean, it's like it's, a city. They create, yeah, it's essentially they build a city and then oh. the city gets torn down and they're supposed to clean up and just disappears with it within like a week in theory. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually <clears throat> had a couple of friends who have gone and um, have really enjoyed it because it, it's, you know, you're completely away from, from the city and surviving with other people. You get to meet a lot of new people and friends. So, um, kind of a bucket list one for me. Actually. I was just going to ask we'll you see. that. It sounds like it is just from your voice. I'm kind of, I'm building up to it. It's not like you go from zero to Burning Man. <laughs> so maybe next year, maybe we'll see. Well, I think you had to reserve and you had, you had to kind of essentially bring your own accommodations, you know? Yes. And, it's and, camping. Yeah. And essentially you don't like, don't look forward to, you you're going to be missing a few baths and stuff like that and <laughs> you know. you have to yeah. be creative on how you do this yeah yeah, yeah definitely so. all right okay so i think i'm next right or no is it you i think zen Wait. is going for september oh, zen, sorry right? no, sorry i'm jumping in september i think now yeah yeah you're correct so, that's right so as you two know i'm kind of a movie fan I, it, unfortunately i should say it was a movie fan before th 13 years ago when my daughter was born and then after my daughter was born i didn't have nearly as much time but i used to be a huge movie person and me and my my wife and i just loved to watch movies action movies indie films whatever you had we just like to be we like stories i'm mm. um, good and bad and so one of the things that we have done over the years um, is lots of film festivals. Um, yeah, usually smaller ones in smaller cities. But the one that I really, really would like to go to is um, I've been to Newport Beach Film Festival. I've been There's like Hong Kong film festivals in Columbus, Ohio. But the one I wanted to go to is something called the Toronto International Film Festival, which takes mm, place the yeah. 9th the 18th of september at tiff bell life lot light box have you been to toronto um no oh. i haven't but i've heard about this being a very big event so. yes i have too and I, it's so funny i almost wanted to talk about it so I'm glad i didn't oh <laughs> well we, yeah so I, I i've been wanting to go um to this film festival for years one of these days i'll make it it runs for 10 days um, starting on Thursday after Canada's Labor Day, and it oh. screens uh, about 300, 400 films from around the world and has a quarter million people attend. Wow. And, yeah. And, and if you've ever 
been to a film festival, one of the cool things is obviously usually there are lots of indie films. Sometimes you have stars who come like yeah. big movie stars yeah. and they have their little indie films and they want to show these films that they've created um, that are more about the art, not necessarily about the money. Um, I feel like George Clooney used to do stuff like that. He used to make a big art film and then he would make an action film to pay for uh, his bills. And oh, then he would make a smart, yeah, smart, small film and then a big film. And <laughs> I say that too. When I see the actors, I'm like, okay, they had to do this one because they had to pay the bills, but these are the ones they really want to do. That's how yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I say that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, George Clooney is, it's pretty obvious with George Clooney. He does things for art. Then he does things for, um, the paycheck, you know. Yeah, so. exactly. You yeah. have to pay the bills. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's great about film festivals is, depending on the film festival, lots of them will allow you to just walk in and out different movies. So there might be like, t- usually oh. like every day there's like, there there's 10 movies going on in 10 different theaters all at the same time. And then what you do is you usually choose the one that you want to go to and a second place and a third place. If you don't like number one, you go sneak into the next movie theater. Some of them you actually have to nice. have a ticket, but a lot of them you can actually go from theater to theater and theater and experience a little bit of them. And then when you go home, you could try to find them and finish up the film. But it's, yeah. it's one of those experiences. And then after every film, usually director, producer, um, some of the actors will come out and talk about the movie making process. And that to me is fascinating. It's like how they make the movie yeah. as well. So that's great. have that's you been why, like, called to anyone, to a film festival? No, I've never. No, okay. that's actually a, a, I'm going to add it to my list. Of- Austin has, you have, um, geez, what have is Austin, that one? Are you talking about Austin? Oh, oh no. South South by Southwest. South by, yeah. South by Southwest. Yeah, I'm definitely going next year. That's a great opportunity there. Because that, that's the, but that's not just um, films. That's a bunch of other things, right? Yeah, they have like a technology. They actually, yeah. um, I've been to, the, they have an education conference that takes mm-hmm. place right before the movies. So the education conference is really interesting too. Um, that's for educators, Um and then, so yeah, it, it's a it's a little bit of everything, but yeah, you have to go see the film festival if you can. Yeah, uh, I'll do uh, it. I've only been to one. Um, I can't believe it, even though I love movies too. Um, it's the it's here in San Diego or South Southern California Latino Film San Diego Film Festival. It's going on for it's been going on forever, and I've seen a few. Like, like I'll go for like a day or two, but it's, it reminded me when you said you come in and go out. Like, if you don't like it, you go to another one. Yeah. And so that's what reminded me. I'm like, oh, I've done that. And it feels like I'm sneaking, but you're not right. But, but you are, um, <laughs> Amores Perros, which I don't know how, I'm, I think it was the same. Oh, yeah. I saw that there and a few others. Um, they were just really, it was really fun because you're right. They have the people there to talk about some of the actors or whatever so um that was fun so i'm going to keep an eye out for some of those locally yeah and and yeah. you can find it by topic there they have action sports ones they have ones that are just there's a car film festival there's hong kong oh, yeah. film festivals um i gotta tell you i was in a film festival once so mm-hmm. because i i made a movie a documentary 10 years ago and i was oh, invited to go star? to 
Well, I mean, <laughs> we made a movie and, you know, it was it was actually at a film festival. So we got to go present our movie at this film festival. Years that ago. Is very, that's a great experience. So, yeah, it was just and I did it for giggles, you know, and it was yeah. a lot of fun to do. So and they try to invite me back every year, but I don't have a new movie. So oh, bad. <laughs> I got to make a movie. <laughs> that's, another movie. Yeah, that's, so. that's so funny. Okay. All right. Um, I have, hold on mine. Um, well, I sort of talked about it before, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyway. So next month in September, late summer, uh, there's a five day retreat that is an immersion into experiential practices of mindful self compassion. So as, um, Zen knows, I like this kind of thing. Um, the, it's called the way out is in, and it's a path of rejuvenation in the Italian Alps by cultivating seeds of resilience. So this one's for those of us who like to be in nature, foster well-being via mindfulness of learning and practice. So, and and for those of us who find a fresh inspiration uh, for inner growth. So a a little hippie, but hey, California, I did mention that this (laughs) event um, is, uh, it's in a previous episode. It was called Wellness Travel, if you want to go back and listen. I really went into the details of like the town and all that. Um, But because I really want to go, I'm I'm doing it again because I'm still I'm I'm kind of mourning the fact that I can't be there right now. All right, it's in Aww. September, September fourth through the ninth. Um, so to little bit to tell you a little bit more about it. Um, besides learning the mindfulness, self compassion, like the core skills and reconnecting with nature, um, it's at an alpine village and location is Ostana, um, Italy, a Pied- Piedmontese um, village. Mm-hmm. And it is about a hundred and it's 86 miles from Milan. Um, so it is, you know, so you have to like probably take car, train, planes, automobiles to get, get there. But, um, but like, I'm sure it's fabulously, um, scenery, fabulous scenery. Let me see. Then what else? Um, of course there's huh, the part of the charm of going is to witness the, the food, the save, the savor, the, the local food they call it slow food which i had to look up and that <laughs> is real whole seasonal and sustainable so that's you know so you're doing all this stuff in, in nature you're finding here she puts sacredness of nature outside and inside with awaken the wild nature meditation practices i go tomorrow experience hand-on examples of by their host moncevo institute it's an open innovation ecosystem of the real world laboratory for research education and entrepreneurship living jesus but it's it's just you know it's uh, i talked about it it's a university and one of the things is like why go to become more engaged in the world and the way it helps develop our wisdom and our compassion oh. and while we're while person people are there they remember the common humanity and the power of being in a supportive group setting with inspired people that delight inspirational people that desire to um to connect and grow so i'm sold um That's maximum awesome. 15 people that she's taking and i happen to know the the instructor so that's kind of how I know all this and it didn't work out this year but I certainly hope to go next year um I if anyone is interested I really encourage them to go listen to the wellness it's probably not called is that called what it's called Zen wellness travel I think yeah 
yeah, yeah. wellness travel. And that's um, it was just in a, a <clears throat> few episodes back, and um, that was just a lot of fun. There's way more detail, and let me see, just to give them give them a little bit of a plug, it's um, the way out um, dash i s i n oh is in dot net. So anyway, that's that's something I would like to go to next month, but can't. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so anyway, all right. You're it, Nicole. Tag. I'm it? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I'm going to keep us actually in the Europe side of things. Okay. And I'm going to talk about one I know is in a lot of people's bucket lists. And um, it is sort of a September-October event. Okay. But it is... Oktoberfest in Munich. It is one oh, of the things I've yeah. been trying, I've been wanting to do for a very long time. My brother is going this year. So wow. if he listens to this, I will be sourcing all of the nitty, like the, all, all the small details that we need to know about Oktoberfest when he comes back. Um, well, maybe but we can have him come and be on the show. I think he should come and tell uh-huh. us how it went. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, Oktoberfest um, is the world's largest celebration of Bavarian culture. Um, of course, there is a lot of beer and <laughs> a, lot, a lot of dressing up and a lot of eating. So this is happening um, at the end of September. Um, it happens in, in Munich, like I said, um, September 16th through October 3rd. So it's about 17 days. Um, But I know that planning for this type of event um, takes about like six months. I know my my brother has been looking into this actually from the beginning of the year, but really um, looking for flights and hotels for the past like four or five months. So um, if you plan on going to Oktoberfest and uh, just happen to remember that it's next month. Let this be your uh, friendly reminder to put it on your calendar in January to start right. thinking about it um, with some more foresight. Um, and you might be wondering, like, what do I wear if I go? Right. Um, well, it looks like they have um, some recommended um, uh, attire that uh, you can wear traditional Bavarian is the, the way to go. Um, so if you have a, a bustier, I think it's called for women. Oh, yes, I know what that is. I have one of those. Well, it's time to undust it and bring it out into its glory. <laughs> Where you can wear it to the wiener race over yes, here it it can. Beach. it's a double dip <laughs> <laughs> um well you can wear that with a long dress and an apron tied appropriately um that i don't know how often if i was there for 17 days i think i would only wear it one weekend and then go back to regular clothing yeah. um and then for men you can wear um the leather holson or leader holson leader holson okay you know how to say have you been actually strangely enough i do have a pair of leader (laughs) no way my 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 grandfather went to germany and when i was a little kid he bought me a pair of leader hosen and they're actually made out of um 
they're traditionally made out of goat leather or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's so nuts that you know this. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> to, yeah, I have a strange existence. <laughs> it's quite fascinating. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I actually didn't even know what it was until I read about it. So the fact that you own one is pretty awesome. Um, and we're just giving you ideas of what you can do with it is what's happening right now. That's good. Um, but of course there's also like a lot of music and apparently they, they have like horse carriages that are literally like dragging down beer. So if you're a beer fanatic, culture fanatic, this has been on your bucket list. I think it's a great reminder to do it next year. Not this one. Cause I know for a fact there are no more hotels available. Um, and just like the whole, the, the entire city sells out. So it's, um, one to plan ahead for sure. And this is coming from the travel expert. So if you can't find it, if you can't find a hotel, we're, we have zero chance. So yeah, absolutely. Gosh. Um, well, good. That was it. We've all been tagged. Um, well, thank you everyone for tuning into our This Month, Next Month in the World, um, August and September edition. We hope that you guys have had as much fun as we did. We did. We laughed quite a bit this time. Um, what, do you have, what do you all think about this? Uh, contact us on social media channels where you can find photos and adventures of uh, things around the world, interesting articles and more. Yeah. Also, if you're newer to our podcast, check out um, some of our older destination ones on Washington, D.C., Portugal, Barcelona, and Austin, Texas, to name a few. Meet us in Paris is the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education Production in partnership with notesbynicole.com. Check them out at ce.uci.edu and n-o-t-e-s-b-y-n-i-k-o-l.com. Notes by Nicole. Make sure you spell Nicole N-I-K-O-L. And thanks again for tuning in. Yes, Bye. thank you everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye.